And now, here are tonight's football results. League Division 1, West Bromwich Albion 4, Manchester United 0. Chelsea 2, Liverpool 3. Goblins! <laughs> and, so sorry, Chelsea 2, Liverpool 3. We were robbed! Get him out of here. The game was generally a very close one. Like elf. But, <laughs> but during the second half, Liverpool got on top and Hunt scored the winner in the final minute. Offside! The move I'm... started in the Chelsea I'm half when Callaghan took a through twins. pass and made I'm ground before slipping it to Hunt. Offside, Hunt! And he's Hunt ran on to score he's from... Hunt is offside! I'm... So sorry, there's some offside. idiot got into the studio. Get him out of here. Get your hands off me, off. Look, I'm trying to read a serious news item. Will you please be quiet? Offside. Shh. Thank you. Callahan slipped the ball to Hunt, and Hunt ran on to score from nine yards. And he wasn't offside. He was offside. Hunt was not offside because Hinton played him on, and it was a jolly good goal. In fact, it was the best goal I've ever seen. And Liverpool are a jolly good team. We are the champions. We are the champions. Liverpool. Liverpool. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Pillock. I do apologise for this disgraceful behaviour. Here are the rest of the football results. Nottingham Forest 2, West Ham United only 1, thanks to the referee. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Roll up for all the fun of the fair. See amazing bearded lady, Timbrook Taylor. Experience the thrills of our own high-wire John Cleese. Can you believe the incredible impressions of Graham Garden? Witness the most boring man in the world, David Hatch. And experience the sensual delights of the Tunnel of Love with Joe Kendall. And last, and by all means least, there's Flea Circus Billoddy. The tiniest creature on radio, but perfect in every detail. Except one. They're incredible. They're fantastic. They're awful. And here with even worse news is ringmaster John Otto Cleese. Oh, no, it's Sam. Sorry, I'll read that again, Mother. Again. And now for all you motorists, squeal bass with Raymond Haxter. <laughs> Today we look at the production effort of the English car industry, which, as usual, is going all out. All out! First of all, we must refute the charge that we've not been properly supporting the home motors. Nonsense. We're all for backing British cars. Over a cliff. Now, a look at a really super new car. The Mini Mouse. It comes... It comes in two versions, the M1, spacious and economical for export. And the M2, cramped and inefficient for the home market. <laughs> the dashboard of the M1 includes built-in radio, tape recorder and television, and the makers are to be congratulated on producing twin carburettors. 
Congratulations, it's twins. The M1 has four doors. And so does the M2, but being an economy model, only two of them open. <laughs> Driving the M2 is the last word in comfort. Fut. special feature is the enormous boot to kick the engine with when it fails to stop. <laughs> the engine is economy size, with one battery and one plug, so that you can run it off the mains. <laughs> if you do want to run it off the mains, make sure you've got a specially long lead if you're travelling more than six or seven feet. Braking power on the M1 was outstanding. At 30, the car stopped in 10 feet and the driver stopped in 25. <laughs> A special feature of both cars is a safety strap with which the passenger can beat the driver if he makes a mistake. <laughs> and now, here is PC Niblet with news of some new developments in road signs. We have decided to make road signs audible, yes, to help drivers with bad eyesight. And they will also be more effective if the driver is asleep. The normal signs are now accompanied by a recorded warning. The voice you hear is that of PC Cake, on occasions accompanied by the Metropolitan Police Choir, who will be rehearsing Gilbert and Sullivan in the next room. To draw your attention to the warning is the whistle. <whistles> Thus, we have... Look out for low-flying aircraft. <whistles> Look out for low-flying aircraft. <whistles> <whistles> That was the choir, of course. The second type indicate restrictions and have the prefix... Oi! And thus we have... Oi! One-way street! Oi! One-way street! Oi! we got that one in now to the matter of engine noise alarm systems have been installed in various lamp posts and they are released if you pass with your engine making too much noise thus as soon as you exceed 1000 decibels you will hear this oi 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 thinking of avoiding the English traffic jams and are planning a continental coach trip, beware. Sit down! Sit down, 18! Sit down! Sit! Sit! That's your last morning, 18, next time I strap you in. <laughs> My God, eight hours in a coach and you're hysterical. What are you going to be like in three days? Pull yourself together, man. You've only seen five capitals. You've got another 18 to go. Right, wake up, 12. Wake up. Now, in 20 minutes, we will be leaving Italy and entering Switzerland, which is a different country. So finish your spaghetti, throw the cans out of the window, and put the primer stoves back under your seats. You may now open your souvenir plastic bags marked not to be opened till Italy. You'll find a small green plastic replica of the Tower of Pisa. <laughs> 
don't try and stand it up, it's made that way. We'll be crossing the border, you don't need your passports here, we've got a special arrangement, they just stamp the coach. We're in Switzerland. Now, Switzerland is famous for its mountains, cheese, cocks and chocolate, nothing else. Open your plastic bags, mark Switzerland, and you'll find a small piece of chocolate. Eat it up quickly, we're not here long, it's a small country. Right, wake up, 12, wake up. There's another capital coming up in a moment, I warned you all before. If you miss a capital, you do the whole tour again. Now, Burn, B-E-R-N-E, Burn is coming up on the right-hand side of the coach in a moment. Sorry, it's getting a bit dark, shine your torches out of the window. There it is, over there, right, tick, Burn. Now, Burn is a sixty. you missed that, didn't you, Nine? What do you mean you can't find a chocolate, Nine? No excuses, you missed a capital, right. That's number nine, Thompson, you'll do the tour again. Stop screaming. Stop screaming, hold him up somewhere. Never mind, he's fainted. All right, we'll have an emergency stop here. Keep stopped, everyone out, 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 in, 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 in. Everybody back in, you will last 22, you'll watch the coach, right. We're off again right now, the midnight bathe in the crystal clear waters of the Swiss lake as referred to in the brochure. The coach will be passing through the lake in 30 seconds, get your swimming costumes on now. Open the doors, driver, this is where I leave you, there's another courier waiting for you on the other side of the lake. Breathe in when I say breathe in, breathe in, good luck, goodbye, no drowning. is the one that sends our temperatures soaring? Who is the one that sets our passions roaring? Who is the queen of the silver screen that we all dream about? Who is the moll, the living doll, that we all dream about? <laughs> Julie Andrews <laughs> When I breathe your name a Julie Andrews
1942, the lights were going out all over Europe. Oh. oh. Has anyone got a shilling for the meter? This is the story of five men who lived together. Oh. See? fought together. That's my toothbrush. No, it's mine. It's mine. No, it's mine. Five men under the command of one of the greatest masters of surprise attack, Major Jump. It, oh. it is in the words of his memoirs that we hear the story of one of the greatest adventures of the war, Operation Chocolate. sitting, writing on my bed. I really must get some paper. <laughs> I think of those five brave men who are always by my side. Ah, I can see them now. Get out of my bedroom. <laughs> How could I forget their names? I suppose I must have a bad memory. How will I recall the day I was first introduced to them all? Right, take one step forward and give us your names. Private Enterprise, John James, Mugus XM, 138-264-129. Bingo! <laughs> Next! Shame us all, Welsh Guards, 4th Division. 4th? We was relegated last year. Good. Next, please. Sapper Clavis Brown. Pleased to meet you, Brown. Don't say Brown. <laughs> say Clavis. And next. Corporal Punishment. <laughs> Timothy, Queen's Own. Man mounted infantry, oh, oh, four, one, three, seven. Primrose, two, two, oh, six, afterwards. What's that uniform you've got on? Territorial Lame. Ah. We needed five men to go on a mission from which they may never return. That's why we chose you. You won't be missed. We flown over Germany and dropped. Don't worry, you'll have a parachute. Though I'm afraid you'll have to share it. Your job, bring back information. Good luck, chaps. And you know England is expecting, and so am I. Well, congratulations. It was 0400 hours our little biplanes got up speed and headed straight for the channel. <laughs> Two hours later, we were over Europe as Dawn's rosy fingers caressed our fuselages. <laughs> We flew in a tight formation, but talked to each other over the radio. Where's Private Enterprise? He's in the Vickers. Hmm, surprise the Vicar had let him. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, look down. Well, what can you see? Oh, my feet. <laughs> Window. Looks like the church at Hamburg. Oh, I'll go in lower and have a look. Come on. Right. Bit closer. All right, bit closer. Bit more. Right, bit more. Going down. <laughs> the church at Hamburg. <laughs> and so the Major and Private Enterprise made their landing. Meanwhile, in number two plane... Brown, are you sure you're a qualified pilot? Of course, I've got my wings. Good, because ours have just fallen off. <laughs> but at that very moment, they heard the engine fail. Oh, oh I can't do it, I can't. Oh. Brown went into a nosedive. Oh, my nose. <laughs> the plane was plunging towards the earth in an uncontrollable dive. It's no good, we'll have to bail out. Check parachute and jump. <laughs> Sorry. Open the door and now jump. As Seamus felt himself falling, his hand fumbled for the cord at his waist. He pulled it and his trousers floated down in space. 
Down, down he fell. Down, down, down. Down, down, down. When he came to, he was lying on the edge of a pond with an unfamiliar face by his ear. It spoke. <laughs> Lying around him were the rest of our little band, all bruised but safe. I called the roll. Roll! Oh, yes, please. <laughs> and soon we were chatting together about how we'd all landed in the same place. And if you think that's hard to believe, wait till you've heard the rest. After the rest, we set off across the farmland. Oh. Once, we came across an enclosure surrounded by barbed wire. A notice nearby told us exactly what it meant. Please don't tread on the seedlings. <laughs> I reckon the Germans have planted this. Must have done. Oh. We can't be far away. Let's start digging. Who could he thank, asshole? Take a look outside, Private. See anything? Tanks. Don't mention it. <laughs> quick, quick, get down, everybody. It's a party of German light infantry. Everyone under eight stone. But led by the notorious General Helmut von Thun. I'm afraid it's going to be a running battle. Okay, you battle and I'll run. At that moment, the Germans began throwing everything at us. What they got out there? A three-inch cannon. Oh, well, that shouldn't hurt anyone. Look, sir, over here, Sapper Brown, I think he's bought us. Not bad, 12 and 6 for three-inch cannon. Oh, 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 got me. Before I go, oh, one last request. Yes, Sapper Brown? The nuns chorus for my evil. And so we sang for our sapper. Oh. While the Germans were closing in on us, we fired our field gun. What have you hit? A field. We needed encouragement. We had to get at the enemy lines. Are they any better than ours? <laughs> <laughs> Only an act of extraordinary individual bravery could save us now. Suddenly, corporal punishment spoke. Only an act of extraordinary individual bravery could save us now. I just said that. I know, I was listening. <laughs> I'm going out of this trench alone. What a whole army couldn't achieve, perhaps one man can. But I'm not doing this for my own glory. It's for the good of us all. I'm coming out there, Germans. Get ready for me. I'm coming for Britain and the Commonwealth and for all of 43 Lavelia Avenue. <laughs> What do you think you're doing, Corporal? I'm going over the top. As usual. <laughs> Corporal, you're not going out there alone. Oh, God, I didn't really want to. <laughs> hours went by. What's that going by? Don't worry, it's hours. <laughs> all pretty grim, but Private Enterprise kept our spirits up with his cheerful cockney banter. It's like me. I couldn't half go a bundle on a nice white hall of River Nile at the old dirty now, eh? Hey. Hey? A nice white all, white all false, glass, of ribbon aisle, crocodile, crocodile tear, beer, at the old dirty, dirty jokes, cloaks, cloaks, and your coating, floating, floating voter, voter, photograph, bath, bathtub, bub. <laughs> Never mind that now. Look, coming up behind you. Gentlemen, you have the honour to be captured by the most talked about of German generals. I am von Tu. You know, I'd never have guessed. <laughs> so we were taken to a prison camp. Once inside, von Tu gave us a little welcoming speech, explaining one or two things about the camp. Now, this is a camp, mine camp. Oh, I am von Tu, 
the camp, Commandant. So you've got my number, duckies. Now, <laughs> this is fine. If you try to escape, you will have your limbs confiscated and your liver endorsed. Und Marlin Dietrich ist sehr, ist sehr grotty mit kein boobs. And the bathroom is the second on the left. <laughs> Silence! Silence! But first, I believe you have some information that may interest us. I'm not talking. We have ways of making people talk. Yeah? Five thousand pounds. No. Six thousand pounds. No. Bevel! You fool! Take him to the condemned cell! <laughs> What's the charge? Thirty bob a night! The next morning, I faced the firing squad, but fortunately, they missed. Still, we languished in the prison for what seemed like six months. It was actually a year. Little did we know that in London there was a great rumpus at the offices of the British High Commander. Oh, pretty high commanders they were. Oh, gentlemen, these are the best brains in the land. Delicious. Aren't they good? Yes. <laughs> now, I know we're enjoying ourselves, but out there the men are dying. Uh, I don't feel too good. <laughs> Six of our best chaps are stuck in Germany. And we've got to get them out. This job is too tough for even the bravest man. And so we're sending a woman. <laughs> Gentlemen, allow me to introduce our very own Greta Givings. Oh, good evening. Oh, yes. uh, wouldn't you say she's lovely? Yes, I wouldn't say she's lovely. <laughs> Miss Givings. Tell the gentleman your plan. Gentlemen, you may say it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. impossible. Thank you. I shall disguise myself as a beautiful woman. It is, it is impossible. I shall go to Germany and find this General von Thoux. I shall make advances to him, and then one night I shall enter his room dressed in a diaphanous nightdress. You'll see through it. Oh! I shall conquer him with the weapon I know best how to use. <laughs> then, when he is asleep, I shall steal away the prison keys which I hear tell he keeps securely tied somewhere on his person. I'm not sure where, but it should be fun looking. <laughs> then I shall free our lads and bring them back to London. Incredible. She has the cunning of an old soldier, and yet the face... Yeah, and the face to go with it. <laughs> Good luck, Greta. So Greta flew to Germany disguised as Wonder Why, a woman of pleasure. Within a week, she had the confidence of Von Tu, and he had a lot of confidence. So one night, she was invited to his private rooms. Ah, Van der Sweetie, come to me. Oh, I have missed you again. Well, put your glasses on. <laughs> Sarah. Mm. At that, she flung herself into his arms, and their lips met joyously. Hello. Super, does he? <laughs> she sank languorously onto the bed, and soon the room was filled with the sound of low moans. Oh, oh, you're squashing me. There's someone under the bed. Major job. He certainly did. Miss Givings. <laughs> Miss Givings, give us a kiss. <laughs> Oi, wonder who's kissing her now. <laughs> what are you doing here, Major Jump? Well, how else could I have written these blasted memoirs? So, you're not a beautiful temptress. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, wonder, you are a British spy. You shall be treated as such. Tomorrow, you will be shot. Oh, Wanda, I'm sorry it has to end like this. It's not finished, is it? No, such luck. It goes on for hours and hours. Back in the cell, the men were sitting around smoking a dog end. Oh, oh, 
in one corner... In one corner sat Corporal Punishment. The weeks were beginning to tell, and he was going quietly berserk. 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 What's going on? It's Corporal Punishment. I think he's cracking. I think you're pretty spiffing, too. <laughs> Imagine their surprise when Miss Givings was marched in. Hello, boys. Good grief. Pardon our staring, madam, but we've forgotten what a pretty girl looks like. Yeah, but we know an ugly one when we see one. <laughs> I'm Miss Givings. I had hoped to rescue you, but I was found out, and tomorrow they're going to shoot me. Oh, don't worry, miss. Tomorrow's Christmas Day. They wouldn't shoot anyone on Christmas Day. No. no, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't shoot, shoot anyone, anyone on Christmas, Christmas Day. Merry Christmas! Here, 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 salt. Remember Christmas at home when we were kids, eh? Mm. We used to have a big tree with a fairy on it. Yes. <laughs> Hey, listen. I can hear something. Yes. Out in the courtyard. It's... it's Jerry. He's singing carols. Listen. Three German officers crossed the Rhine. Listen. One of them's just about to call out. Hey, Tommy. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Say, he's throwing something to us. It's a blasted football. You like football, Tommy? Yeah. yeah. Come out and play. Why not? Hang on, we're coming out, Jerry. We're coming. All thoughts of violence were forgotten as there in the peace and quiet of that Christmas morning, they celebrated the holy day with a friendly game of football. And now it's Major Blow with a ball inside to Enterprise. Enterprise back to Brown and Von Krupp coming into the tackle. Oh, and that was a nasty one, but Brown's up and attacking. Short! And Brown hits the post and Von Krupp hits Brown and now Schultz has it and he shoots. And now Schmidt fires one in and it looks as though Schmidt is getting his marching orders. Quick, Mark! And now there's a substitution. Beckenbauer's going off and three battalions of light infantry are coming on and Brown's going off and on come the 8th Army. Uh, but the Major has it facing three half-backs, six tanks and a 12-inch border. And the crowd's taunting. <laughs> The Germans are getting it in the air. And the British are fighting back. Half time. <laughs> the Bosch didn't realise it till they were 12 up, but we'd all slipped away after 10 minutes. For what seemed like years, we tramped across the German countryside, crawling along by night and hiding by day, till at last we came to the border. We were almost across when a familiar voice stopped us dead. Hello, your passports, please. General Von Two. I'm not a general. But the uniform. I'm a customs officer now. I hope you've enjoyed your stay in our country. Please come in. Oh, what year is it? 1959. Oh, no! <laughs> There it is, what it's worth. Another 1,800 seconds of I'm sorry, I'll read that again. I should just apologise to the voices of Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, Joe Ken, and Bilardi, though David Hatches I thought was as sexy as ever. <laughs> which surprises some of you, I'm sure, by Bilardi and John Cleese, and the song was by Bilardi. The Dave Lee group were responsible for the music, and they'll face it later. <laughs> As for the record, it was arranged by Leon Cohen. <laughs>
so we don't stand a chance in the top 20. The show had two producers, and it's still not right, but the truth must out. The names are Hatch and Titheridge, and if you believe that, you'll believe anything. And now until next week, here is your own, your very own, and you can keep him, John Otto Cleese. Oh, no, it's ain't sorry, I need that again, again, mother. My name is Angus Brew, and I always listen to the story, I'll read that again. You don't. My name is Angus Brew.